Chaka is coming. coming. Motherfucker. Fucker. And we're back, coming to you from Parts Unknown. This is episode 119. We haven't been around for two weeks, but there was things that came up, and since I'm not getting paid for this, it's not like we have to go 24-7 full schedule. I mean, technically we could be if we push those uh, Audible subscriptions that much more. Do they pay us? I mean, yes, if people sign up. Hell, if you sign up or if I sign up. I wish I could Audible trial. Uh, I don't remember. One penny per person. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> uh, I can make more bit farming. You know what that uh, completely off topic? When I was at the Latin House Grill today, they had a Bitcoin machine there. Never seen one of those before. It was turned off though. It was called BitStop, and it was a fucking ATM for Bitcoin. And I stared at it I was like that was interesting. It wasn't on though. <laughs> Crazy things happen. Um. So yeah, your host Rocky and Rick. Hey, how's it going? Uh, hey. so, so um, we have been around a while, so we can talk about some news. I'm trying to think of what the news was, because <laughs> uh, there was news that does happen. I know that the, there was news of Rich Juan is gone, yes. mutually accepted terms of release. Sure. I don't know why. Uh, kind of sucks. I think he's already, he's coming to Crash now, which is the Mexican promotion. Yeah, Conan's promotion. Conan. You said Conan or Conan? No, I said Conan. Conan. Orale, way. Orale, wave you, Larissa. Um, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> uh, I was trying to think of a, a term in my head, but I couldn't. Anyway, so yeah, he's gone, which kind of sucks. You know, that's already not three people two five live. But I don't know if you've been watching two five live since they're trying to not, shake it up. That's yeah. news. That's the thing. So I know Roddy was supposed to be part of it. Uh, well, he was. He was on the tournament, right? And him and and Hideo I think had a very good match. Team. No, they were, they were in a tag match one week. No, no, no. Okay, so what's happening? Ever since Rockstar Spud, or I think his name Drake is Maverick. Drake Maverick, they did, I don't know, the first time he showed up, everyone was chanting Spud to him, and then so the next night, Cole pointed out, he's like, you may have known him as Rockstar Spud, but yeah, now he's Drake yeah, Maverick. So, you know, that. like, hey, you know, we know you know it's him. The whole thing, I don't know if you've heard, is that Triple H now, had they gave yeah, him... running 205. Yes, I mean, Vince McMahon can still always just come in and be like, it's mine now. Let me get it back. Right. But Vince gave it over. Triple H and his guys are trying to do what they want to do with 205 from the start when the day was pitched before Vince took it over. They want to make it like the Cruiserweight thing. Right. They want to NXT it, basically. Yes. So they're making the tournament again, which they're trying to bring everything that people enjoyed from 205 Live. So it's a lot of good matches that they're trying to do. And it's not going to get people to watch it right away. The Roddy Hideo match was was good. It was a very good thing. Mm-hmm. It was a good match to watch. I haven't seen the other ones. They're bringing up people from NXT to be on it. I think someone was just on it too from... Uh, well, I, I have a, a list of the matchups and winners as of yesterday. Oh, it was Blake Murphy, I think? Yes. Yeah, he was on it. Yeah, he was on that four-way, the tag match or something like that. Right, so there was Cedric and Grand Metalik. And Cedric won, TJP versus Tyler Bate, TJP won, uh, Roddy versus Adeo, Roddy won, Kalisto yeah. versus Lince, Kalisto won, um, there's Mustafa Ali versus Jack Gallagher to be determined, 
uh, Buddy Murphy versus Arya Davari. Murphy won, surprisingly. Well, I mean, Roddy won, surprisingly, too, and he's not a 205 yeah, but, guy. Yeah, but Roddy is awesome. He is, but it's you'd imagine that they'd bring up those guys to just, you know, fill seats yeah, and lose. Enhancers yeah, yeah, at yeah. That yeah. Point. But those uh, two didn't win. Then Gulak and Tony Nese. Gulak won and advanced. And then uh, Mandrews and uh, Tazawa and Mandrews won. That's crazy. Mandrews, yeah. So current matchups are Gulak and Mandrews, Murphy and the winner of Mustafa Ali and Jack Gallagher, uh, which would be tonight, I guess. Uh, Cedric versus TJP and Roddy versus no, Kalisto. It would have already happened. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yesterday. My bad, yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. So that those are the matchups thus far. Uh, so yeah, they'll probably have a they maybe culminate at WrestleMania. No, I think it was. I thought it was supposed to be on Elimination Chamber. Oh no, it has WrestleMania artwork on the tournament brackets. Maybe it will. Who knows? I know they're just they put WrestleMania on everything, but it could. True. It because we're in WrestleMania season, so why not promote the fuck out of it? Um, like it needs promoting. Yeah, you know. Um, so it's it's cool. Uh, I can see what they're trying to do with it. Who knows? Maybe it'll save it. You know. But uh, Triple H is already, like we said before, with Jeremy Borash getting hired and stuff. He's already forming his team to when he can, you know, take over. So um, we'll see. 205, maybe he can fix it. I like it. It's a lot of great matches. I know the Grand Metalik one, uh, they did a little more flippy stuff, not as much as he should, which is a shame. You hire the guy that's probably one of the best high flyers that you can, and you get him in chin locks and do random ass shit. So uh, that's the big one. Uh, Rich Swan, we said, was gone, which is a shame. Uh, I'm trying to think of if there was another big... Oh, yeah. Okay, so at the New Beginnings, in was it in Osaka, I think, or Kyoto, or whatever? The last big show for New Japan, where it was Los Angeles, pretty much against Chaos. Yeah, yeah. It's a whole show. Uh, Raymond Sierra challenged Liger, and that's going to be at the America show, the Long Beach California yes, show. Yes, yes. So, uh, it's pretty crazy. Uh, I wonder how that's going to be. I heard Ray might be making his way to 205. That could be a crazy... I mean, that would make people watch the shit out of it. What they should really do for 205 is not put it at... Like, Triple H is smart with certain things. And I guess since now they're going to try and repackage it, what they should do is move 205 not after SmackDown, but before. Because the crowd already... Like, right, right. that You're crowd is so fatigued. dead. Right, right. Yeah, and put it before. So you can get the crowd... You know, it's like an opening match. Get them hyped for the thing, so at least we have a better audience. Because as much as I liked those matches, it's a damn shame when no one cheers, and you do feel like, man, this sucks. No one's cheering. You really like it, and you're in, you're in your house going, yeah, that was great, and it's just Right, like, it's deflating to the yeah. person watching at home. And no one's making a noise, and I'm like, man, like, fucking... Uh, What's his name? Uh, like, Roddy ran over and did, like, a crazy backbreaker. It's like, no one went crazy for it. It's like, that's a damn shame. Because Roddy's one of the probably one of the best workers they have on their fucking roster. But again, dude, that's the difference between you and me and everybody else. No, I'm not talking about Roddy. I'm talking about like because it's deflated because it's the no, third. I know, hour, I know, yeah. but but you're also depending on a great majority of fans. Like not obviously the ones that are on hard cam, you know, that are being those are the more diehard fans. But then everybody else who has to contribute to the noise, like they don't know who the fuck he is. Well, even still, I mean, I'm talking about two or five. Has been dead since you yeah, know, day yeah, one. For sure, for sure. You're no matter how hyped that match is when people do flips or whatever, and you have Cedric right, doing crazy no, stuff. It's just everyone just sits there because there's no investment in the characters. exactly, and you see people leave, and it's just it's deflating to you watch it. And as much as you want to be like, yeah, at home, you're just like, yeah, you know, because you know it's it's like it's that thing where you go to the movie, you watch a scary movie in the movie theater because you get that 
everyone's scared, so you get the jump. You know, everyone's like, oh shit, you know, it's everyone. So you watch it and no one cheers, so you're just like, man, that sucks. You know, <laughs> why is there no one cheering? I would cheer, you know, but then you'd be like, oh, there's that one guy on the cell phone. And then there's five people behind him that are leaving. And it's like, it, it's a shame. It's a shame. So I hope they fix it. You know, and I hope it'd be smart to move it before because then you'd have all the people. Because people have already saw the people they wanted to see. They saw AJ. They saw oh, yeah, you know, Nakamura and stuff. You know, why are they? I mean, I'd stick around because I like those people, but it's like half the people just don't. Um, oh, dude, we're missing one of the biggest pieces I've heard in a couple of places now. Uh, that moving forward, post mania, there's not going to oh, be dual branded uh, pay per views. Yes, anymore. that was the next thing. Yes, uh, which is very smart. It's interesting. I guess. I mean, we go back I to think, not having like what nine pay per views, like pay per view back to back to back to back to back to back. Yeah, back. but I think each pay per view now they're all going to be four hours long. I hope not. I don't think they're, they're going to be that dumb. I I think that is a thing that has been announcing. I think it's I think it's going to be three hours. But I don't. The the one thing of the downfall is that you won't have all the titles on the. The one positive of having two previews, one per each card, I mean show, you can have all the titles on each card. Now with with both shows on one card, you can't. You're gonna have to push some titles aside to not right, right. But the problem is that, that how does that spill over into the people that don't even get that you know they barely get matches on the cards when they were split. Well, so they're for sure not getting. Yeah, these that's cards. the other thing. It's. There was a lot of people that were being, you know, there are people that you never thought would be on the show. At least, hey, I get these tag matches or, hey, I get Chan Gable. You know, there's going to be people that aren't going to be on it. Like, obviously, they'll cut out some dumb matches sometimes, you know, and or they'll be moved to the pre-show. And it's a it's a shame, you know, just like, you know, uh, Chad uh, Gable and, you know, Benjamin against the Usos on a pre-show because they can't be on the main card. That's a shame because those are very good matches. Uh, that's the plus of having them separate because every title can be on the card because right. they have enough time to do it. But now with them mashed together, it's not. It's not viable. We'll see. I, I do like it that at least the one show gives it time that I can breathe, you know, and it's a long build now that they would have to build because I do feel... Is it a longer build or would it be a shorter? I think it'd be a shorter build for each storyline for the pay-per-view since they're together, right? Wouldn't it be? Uh, yes and no. They think they're longer when they're separate because it's... Well, it depends, right? Because when they're separate, separate, they still kind of do them every four weeks, but it's just two weeks in between the Raw one versus the SmackDown one, mm-hmm. right? Like, where you see the extent to which these, you know, these things happen is, like, now on SmackDown, you still have several weeks before you get to Elimination Chamber. And, like, it's been several weeks since their last pay-per-view, right? Because the Royal Rumble was co-branded. Yeah. The big shows are. Right. And then Elimination Chamber is next. And before that, uh, was it a SmackDown pay-per-view? That was the end of 2017? No, wasn't it? December? Before the Rumble was... Was it a SmackDown one? Like, I can't remember if it's like TLC or... No, we didn't do the TLC. Before Rumble. What the fuck was it? It's a December pay-per-view. It was the one with uh, Shane and Brian being the refs. I think that was the one before Rumble, wasn't it? Maybe. Uh, yeah, I guess. I just don't remember what it's called. Where it was Kevin versus him and they did the... Or him versus Sammy and they were both doing the ref shit and stuff like that. Um. So... Whatever, though. But since December mm-hmm. to now the end of February, there hasn't been any SmackDown pay-per-views. 
So they've had to like thread these storylines well, all that time. Yeah, and you start to feel it at a certain. You can point. feel the Daniel Bryan, and as much as I like that one, the storyline between those guys, there are times, some episodes, it's like they just come out and talk so they can because they need to stretch time out because they're building it. So I can understand that is a problem. If it's on one preview, at least you know that they can kind of shorten things. Like they do certain things to just stretch it out because they have to because they're not going to hit the the marks that they need to. And that's the one shitty thing. What might be what might be best with these you know, now re-co-branded pay-per-views is that um, maybe you don't have to focus on every single title on every single show, right? Uh So you just pick, like, these three or these four, you know, one from SmackDown, two from Raw, two from from Raw, one from SmackDown, or two from each, you know what I mean? And, And those are the titles that you're focusing on for that show in that moment. And then the next show, you can, like, swap out for the remaining titles. Or, you know, like... Because to see a WWE Championship match and a Universal Title match is like, that's a lot. I just want like one champions match. And then maybe also maybe throw in like one of the tags and then US and IC. Oh, wait, oh not even. Because you still got to figure out one of the women's matches too. Yeah. See? I feel, I'm saying, like, I, I think, feel the US and the IC are going to be the ones I'm going to flip flop around. Right. right I, I really feel they're going to have both world. All I'm saying is just. Don't go with the obvious, like, we have eight titles. Here are all eight titles on a card every single month. I think few of those are going to get cut. I really do feel that once Brock moves out from being the champion, I I do feel that you're going to have both world titles on the pay-per-views all the time. It shouldn't be, though. Like, I don't think it should be, because then it's just... Then it gets boring. Then you get that, you know, that whole thing where it's just like, every pay-per-view, I'm watching John Cena beat somebody. And it just is like, this isn't fun anymore. I mean, I can understand that. I'd, you know, having, know the John Cena analog in this Having case. one one title on each preview as the main the main draw for a recool, they could get into that, that rut that we were saying that they would have to stretch out their fucking story. Yeah, but I mean, if you do it every so often, right? Like, one paper, you can have both, right? For like the big four, for sure, have both titles. Because it's the big show, yeah, yeah. Because they're the bigger, you know, the traditionally big, big four. Show. Uh but if you want to trade off here and there, or maybe, you know, one of the smaller shows, you, you focus on both of them, but then you get like one women's title, a tag and the IC, you know, and then the, the next show you can have the other women's title, the US, the other tag title, and then one of the world championship matches, you know, so you're constantly like cycling through and it doesn't feel like you're bombarded with the same shit over and over and over. I think that's also where you get to the fatigue of, man, I've seen Seth Rollins for the tag titles a million times. Well, well, that also, it's because that, that plays into the, they don't have people to wrestle because there's a lot right. of people that they don't show. But since yeah. you have to show the title on every, you know, at least once a month, mm-hmm. then you have to build to that, right? So how many times can I see Seth face either Cesaro or Sheamus because his tag partner is facing the other guy or they're in a six man tag, mm-hmm. you know, you're just like, it contributes to the fatigue, I think. And like, I know that I've experienced it a lot lately. I'm just like, I, you know, like, yeah, it's exciting, but I kind of don't give a shit because like I've seen this match like eight ways from Sunday. Mm-hmm. So what's there to be that excited about? I get you, you know? So hopefully they'll do something smarter that way. At least for me. That's my perspective on the whole thing. One would hope. It's WWE though. Yeah, I said <laughs> hopefully. 
Give Triple H more input. Uh, yeah, well, hopefully once that day comes that he's everything. I mean, because NXT is very good. I mean, I feel NXT is a good show when it needs to be. It's because it's an hour. Mm-hmm. And they do tape their stuff before, so they have the power of right. editing I mean, and, and fixing things and doing a lot of stuff. That is the one saving grace that NXT does have. Um, so, so we have him. You were saying that Ray may come to two hundred five. I mean, that was just a thing I heard. I, I, you know, unconfirmed. Maybe it's just some fans' theory. That is because he's a a huge star for that show. That would make people watch that show, you know, to see Ray. Shit, Jesus Smooth. Christ. Well, whatever. Sorry, guys. Uh, he is a massive star. Uh, so uh, I want to see him in the Long Beach show. Uh, once again, probably it'll be free in access. So, you know, you can watch that show there. Um, So Elimination Chamber. Uh, I hate John Cena's storyline. That he has no storyline? No, that his storyline is that, man, gee golly, I've got to win something because I can't get to WrestleMania if I don't. Exactly, he has no And I'm like, I'm like, come on, John Cena. You and everyone know that you're going to be on WrestleMania because you're fucking John Cena. And usually everyone is on the WrestleMania card because it's eight hours long. <laughs> um, he's The whole thing is that we may get the John Cena versus Undertaker match, assuming that he'll probably lose the... Elimination Chamber, and it'll probably be like, oh, shit, well, I'll challenge the Undertaker, yada, yada. Um, I don't know. I'd assume the thing would happen for the Elimination Chamber is going to be Roman Reigns winning that. That's what I would be taking as the guess, because they obviously aren't going to have Strowman win it, you know, uh, as much as they're protecting Strowman like hardcore. Uh, speaking of Strowman, I know it's going to jump. How do you feel about him doing the big cello it was an upright bass i know they called it the the huge uh bass but it was the, um i thought it was hilarious you think it detracted from his character no his character has done si- it doesn't get sillier than yelling i'm not done with you and flipping a truck over <laughs> yeah, or an ambulance that. over you know what i mean like i have no quantity. i i enjoyed it so much because of how satirical it was then so the fact that it's just getting a little bit more ridiculous, like somebody on one of the other podcasts I listened to uh, pointed out, like, what if you would have just like instead come out with a ukulele? Also hilarious. Giant man, tiny guitar. Why not? You know, he cracks Elias and it still does like massive amounts of damages. Why not? You know, and he looks so funny with that upright bass. Uh, and I, he broke it. I didn't mind it because uh, I think everything with him is over the top. So why not? Like him flipping a car and a fucking truck and him not dying and all this shit like that. Uh, exactly. So I don't think it detracts from him being a monster character that I know some people are upset about. Because, yeah, hey, they've done stupid stuff for characters that they had, like Goldberg with the wig and, you know, dumb as shit. And it's ruined it, you know. And you can imagine that if this is another time him just now starting to do goofy shit would ruin his fucking character. I just, I just think that Braun has gotten over to the point that, like, you know, get these hands is his catchphrase now. Yeah. You know? Like, that is so silly in a way, you know? You don't want to fucking catch these? Well, no, because it's a real saying that people really say, and I think he just said it as an ad lib almost, and it caught fire with fans, so they're like, well, let's milk this for all it's worth, and Mm -hmm. not catch these hands. This is his shtick. Um, You know, and 
he's funny. He has proven himself to be funny. Even his singing in that segment was yeah, he, he not used monster bad. voice. He used right. Guy it, it wasn't bad. <laughs> there was a level of funniness to it, you know, and you could still sort of take him seriously. And so I don't know. And then the fact that he's just like upright base over his shoulder, walking to the ring or walking mm-hmm. back from the walking ring. back from the ring. Yeah, like yeah. it, it works for some reason. Like it shouldn't work. But it does. Well, I think it works because his character's already done over-the-top crazy shit. Well, I think it's also because he has charisma. Like, he has a lot of charisma. He does. Like, once they stopped having him be, like, angry babyface guy and, and he shaved the side of his head, it's like a, it was a whole new Braun Strowman. Well, he's one of those characters that that I've very much grown on. Like, he's like... Yeah, same. Like, AOP. Like, I didn't fucking care about them when they first, but now I, I enjoy them. I think I, I like their stuff and... Same thing with Braun. I enjoy seeing him, and I, I like Braun. As much as, like, I know that if he was in a long match, it probably wouldn't be good. Like, or the legit match like he had with Brock, where it was like, well, this is not what you should be doing. You should be throwing people right. around and smashing face, like they always make you do. Mm-hmm. But I like him as a character. Yeah. I never thought I'd be like, oh, man, Braun's out. Yeah, you know, and I I like that shit. He's a cool guy. But I think it was, I think it's that they let him be himself. Like, I started coming uh, kind of over onto the Braun side of things, when I heard him on on uh, on Talking Shop, oh yeah, it was, yeah, Jericho. yeah, when he was there, yeah, and he was like a really funny guy, and he was just like a guy, mm-hmm. you know. And I was like, man, I wish this is what you would get on TV. The guy's talking about like the places I pooped at. Yeah, that stupid poop app that he has. Yeah. You know, it's hilarious. You know, and it's because it feels relatable. That was gross. It was gross. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> that was a weird fucking inward belch. I, I think it's also that um, Vince knows how to make a big guy. Like he knows how to uh, book a big monster and make it look good. And there hasn't been a big monster like Braun for a long time. The last one was Goldberg and they booked the shit out of that and it made it good. And Braun, they protect him. He doesn't do dumb shit. You know, he does over-the-top crazy stuff, but it's in his character. You know he can do that. So I'm not like, that's dumb. He's throwing a fucking ambulance. And if it was any other person, I'd be like, what the fuck? Get the fuck out of here. But it's just his character's larger than life. Right. He's- I, I think if if a different character tipped over the announce table onto Kane, you know, you know, I don't think you'd be cheering nearly as much as you did for Braun. Yeah. Because he's a big guy doing big guy things. Mm-hmm. And and it works, you know. It's same going back to the ambulance. I was like, this motherfucker is about to flip over this ambulance, and then he does. And and he you're did, like, yeah. this is awesome. Yeah, when he did that, it was one of the coolest moments. I mean, as silly as it is, I was like, oh shit, this is crazy. This was an awesome moment. And if it was anyone else, it'd be like, what the fuck? This is dumb as shit. Why are you doing this? Yeah, yeah. But it's just, I guess it was. That's the first time he ever did something over the top too. Like, it was him flipping the car. Well, okay, first it was them leaning Roman out, and then he took the fucking stretcher and he yeah, threw yeah, it. Yeah. He was Which building was awesome. up to that. And I was like, oh, shit, this guy's going nuts. And then he fucking flips the, the thing. And I was like, all right, that's cool. Yeah, it's cool as shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think it's because it was still within that realm of believable. Yeah, because at know. first he was just laying into Roman. And it also helped that people were booing the shit out of Roman, so it boosted him because it's like, right, right. this guy's destroying Roman and people love it. I wasn't cheering it because he was. I was just like, this is fucking crazy. This is... Now, granted, I think when you put him into like four situations, it doesn't work. Like, like Terminatoring out of the garbage truck? 
That was it dumb. Did, it didn't work as well, you know. <laughs> Back in that garbage truck, yeah. I mean, it was funny. It was cool. <laughs> That's something in my head canon, like me coming out. <laughs> I mean, him erupting out of the shit is cool. Like it's always the Kane Brock Lesnar in his match when he's buried and then he's fun. <laughs> like after you know Brock won and he's like, "You didn't pin me," and he erupts. I thought it was cool because it's like his character, just him exploding. I thought is a cool thing. Right, like he is just over the top like that. Yeah. So yeah, and I'm I'm totally cool with it. Um, so yeah, I, I keep doing stupid shit like that, and I've I've actually sort of come around on Elias. You know, he still can't do. He's not anything in the ring. No character work. Is His what character's I was fine, say. but yeah, in the ring, it's like oh, the character work has gotten better with the weird like little like kimono type things and the. I mean, even more ridiculous scarves, which is just the Jericho infringement, character infringement. <laughs> I like his his character and his promos and stuff, but once he hits the ring, I'm just like, oh, you're like a really bad honky-tonk man. Honky-tonk man wasn't that good. I don't even think he's that bad. He is very bland. That's what it is. It's just a boring thing. It's He's not like Jinder Mahal where I'm like, oh my God, this isn't a match, but it's just like... This is a boring match. Yeah, like, he's not dynamic not, in the ring. You're just not doing anything. You're not a Titus O'Neil shit level, but you're kind of above it where I'm just like, whatever. Right. Well, it's because he looks the part, right? Mm-hmm. But then the performance is just okay. Yeah. You know, it's just like you are a wrestler. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You just do your things. Here you go. Um, But I don't hate him nearly as much as I did in NXT. No, I think he's a character that actually had the opposite happen for him in NXT. He was a bore and then he has flourished since on the main roster. Yeah. And I, I mean, they moved him up and I was like, why they moved the fucking drifter up? Oh, my God. Like, what is what is your serve purpose? Like, what, what is the reason why would you do this to yourself? It's true. Um, God, there was something else. OK, yeah. So the whole idea is that Braun may be going after Miz for the IC title. They've been building that, and that would be his WrestleMania thing, is just to destroy Miz and become the IC champ. I heard someone suggest that maybe that should be the belt that they should give Balor, which I'm okay with also. I actually would prefer Balor over Braun as the IC champ. I and can he's see had it. a couple of interactions with Miz. It gives him a belt. It puts him back on a trajectory toward the universal title. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And And it gives that belt, like... And you found not you found, but it, it brings back the kind of mission of the IC belt, right? Which is a secondary belt. You get the IC title, you start making your way toward the universal title or, you know, the main title. Whereas now it's just like, I'm perfectly okay with the IC title. It's just be like, no, I want all the titles. Well, okay. I can, I can get that. How would you feel then? So Braun has been already like he's been on his fucking tear against Miz and him on Raw staring down Miz and just, you know, and he destroys him. It's it's building to something. If Braun would win that, you can have Finn go after the IC belt and you can have Finn do. I mean, I know they'll never do it or at some point his heel turn because Braun's a babyface. He ain't no bad guy anymore. So you can have Finn and his boys, the brothers. And they find their faces. Now. They are faces now. And he even Carl is like, this is weird being a face. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I like Finn better, way better as a bad guy. He's cool dude, as a happy dude. Did you see, since I know you don't use social media about, I, I thought I social media very little and you do way, way less than I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you see what I posted on Twitter or Facebook of mm-hmm. uh, the free match from New Japan on? Uh, yes. On YouTube. That was Kenny versus a heel Finn Balor. Yes. Yovan Balor is a dick. He is, man. 
He's the best, best kind. He he plays a better heel than he does as a good guy. He does. Even though that this good guy, like, really Cheshire grin thing He's that always he happy, does. man. He just does his thing. No, no, no. The grin is slightly disturbing. Like, like there's a, there's a, you know, an evilness to that over grin that he uses now. And I, I, I kind of like it. Um, <clears throat> so, and then the woman's elimination chamber. I really don't know who would win that one. I, I gotta assume it's Bliss. Well, so Bliss and uh, Bliss, Naya and Oscar are gonna have their match. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think Naya's gonna win. That'd be dumb to have. Right, but it feels like WWE kind of painted themselves into a corner on this. Well, one. what I think is gonna happen is that they'll have Bliss interfere and cost Naya the match. So they will have Naya and Bliss at Mania. And then you can have because if if Oscar if, they, if Nia wins, then Oscar has to challenge Raw because they even say it's like she's going to be in a three way for the title. So that means Oscar would be you, you get me. She'd be no because Nia could go to SmackDown. No, because she's going to uh, if Nia if Nia wins a stip is then she's she gets put it's in added the match. to yeah, but it's it's still Oscar's choice what champion she wants. I think how now, they, how they, they say it makes it sound like she's locked into fighting Bliss. They seemingly let slip that or, or i mean it felt like on monday that uh they said it with such kind of you know certainty as you know like a throwaway uh comment that if naya won she'd be added to the raw women's championship yeah match, that's what they said yeah uh at mania mm-hmm. and also still hasn't technically picked anybody exactly so that would lock her into that right so that's so, why I think. But that's what I'm saying. Oscar is challenging uh, Alexa. Is like, she? She hasn't said. No, but I. I mean, I think that's where the 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 goof happens, right? They didn't let slip that. I think she's gonna. Naya win. is for sure in this match. I think they let slip that we haven't confirmed it yet, but Oscar's gonna end up facing the Raw Women's Champion, whoever that may be. I th- well, okay. So I think Naya will get the match cost her by Alexa because they've already been building. Alexa, okay. yeah, yeah, because Alexa's been playing her friends. She, she's been messing the whole thing where when Naya's with uh, the man we don't speak about, Enzo, um, you know, she's always been like, oh, you know, Naya, come on, come on, come on. They've been at odds. Yeah. She spread the fucking shit rumor. Naya is like, you know, you don't speak Japanese and all that bullshit. Naya got in her face. And so Bliss is just moving all her pawns. To yeah, just but that have, was months ago. It was. She's I think had, they dropped that storyline, to be honest. They have to change it because Enzo's not there. Right. But, um... I think it's Alexa's going to cost the match. Nia will lose. She'll get pissed off at Alexa. They have their best friends IRL and in the, the show uh, fight. Asuka should challenge Charlotte and take that, you know, have. I think that's what it's going to be. And I don't know where the fuck. What's her name's going to go? Rhonda. Uh, signs seem to be a mixed tag match. With who and Steph and Trips. But who would she be with? I don't know. To try to court the rock back or put somebody else in there. Who would fight them? Brock? <laughs> Braun? <laughs> uh, you can have Kurt Angle? <laughs> no, you, you shouldn't have Kurt Angle. <laughs> all his those good years. Knees, of, man. All his good years of wrestling are long gone, which sucks. Now he comes into WWE and he can't have those incredible matches that he did in TNA and shit. It happens. Yeah, same thing with Sting. It happens to you. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta wrestle Seth Rollins. That wasn't, you know, uh, oh well. It's like a fucking bad fucking bump. I mean, I didn't say it was Seth's fault, but sometimes you wrestle Seth Rollins and you get injured. Yeah, that's kind of rude, bro. 
<laughs> the only other person that he did that to was fucking Finn Balor with the same move, technically. That's true. <laughs> um, so yeah, award him with a curb stomp. How dare they? I don't know who's going to do the elimination chamber. I don't uh, for that. So we can go to. Did you see Raw? Uh, yeah, I liked it. Uh, I I may have missed part of the end. I don't think I did though. I like the two hour match. Yeah, it was good. I'll say the Roman and Seth match was awesome. The beginning thing. Yes, I think that was great. Uh, the John Cena Seth was good at the end when they started going all crazy in the big stuff. Yeah, it was, it was Cena. Tr- it was like Cena playing heel, but not trying to play heel. It was very slow in the beginning, but that's understandable. Yeah. It's a fucking long match, but it well, was kind of like they had like these eternal commercial breaks. Well, you mean it's a thir- that match? I think the Cena match was twenty nine minutes or something yeah, like that. No, but mostly commercials. <laughs> well, I mean, what's what's gonna happen? I, I I understood that, and it's it's a slow punch chin lock comeback commercial chin lock comeback commercial. I mean, what are you gonna do? But towards the end, it was it got really hype when they started kicking out everything, and he mm-hmm. did the set, did the roll through AA and all that shit. I thought that was really cool. Um, and it also it hypes Seth up. Obviously, it gives Seth like kind of like how I see with New Japan, where someone pins Okada in the G one. Right. It's the lead up that he's gonna fight Okada. So he pinned Roman. He pinned the top two best, like top two guys of the company, technically. Mm-hmm. So it'll be like when Roman wins the title, they have someone that's built up, be like, hey, you know, I beat you on this thing and I beat you before. I should challenge you for the belt. Uh he's the only one really, I think, on Raw that should fuck Bray. That would just ruin him. You know, uh, and Finn is great, but he, I don't think they pulled the trigger on him enough to make him viable challenger against roman as their first thing i think seth would be the best to go for it i mean seth's very good in the ring roman as much as people shit on it is still very good in the ring oh he's awesome uh, he's he's very he good puts on really i, I wish he he's did. much better than cena uh, different they're different i think cena a couple of years ago was much better than him but i think now well yeah yeah casino now even though that weird stunner thing happened but <laughs> yeah that fucking, i know what you're talking about <laughs> uh it was cool it was cool to see but i was like what what's this yeah um i think roman's biggest problem you know from my perspective is he also just has five moves <laughs> well that's his thing but and i get it he's like a bruiser fighter badass but i think you just need to give him more like, even if he starts using more MMA-like things, he's not an MMA fighter, but, you know, like a knee bar or, you know, some sort of knee lock. Whoops. <laughs> knee lock. Uh, uh, I understand what you're getting at. I will counterpoint. I will put up a thing or devil's advocate that, that he does have five moves, but those five moves get crazy pops. No, I know. That I know. Superman punch off the chair, off the tape, you know, like how he does it like all the time. Yeah, but I think it's crazy pops from who you expect crazy pops from. I know, but I'm just saying like, you know, I think him to, doing it still gets reaction. It's not does like, does it get reactions from you? No, because it's like, exactly. I'm, so if you want to broaden his appeal, you, you don't have to get rid of that. You uh-huh. just have to add to that, you know, two moves, two different moves from like just punch, kick, punch, kick, variations i think would would do well you know what i mean you know even if it's one fucking move like he doesn't really have any like you know like a you know when you grab somebody like from behind like it's like a, a chin lock i guess in a way and then like Headlong? a chin lock backbreaker no we're you talking we're, about randy orton's backbreaker i guess like something similar to that though you know what i mean he needs power moves roman needs like power bombs and shit like that he has one he has that one where he picks you like he, that's he if you put him in the you. arm lock. 
Doesn't he have a high? No, fucking... no, he has one that just becomes a power bomb. Doesn't he have the huge one? No, Doesn't he have the the high typhoon, whatever the fuck it's called. The uh, no, add the waterfall thing. No. I thought he did with the surf's up, motherfucker. <laughs> that's, that's a beer. That's a beer call. That's a surf's up, bitch. That's a, I'm Samoan. Uh, <laughs> let's hit them waves. Uh, he has it's, the power Nakamura. Bomb. <laughs> he has the power bomb. He has the punch, the spear. Uh, if you want to count the ten shitty clotheslines in the corner, because they always look like I shit. hate that thing. That's that's seen a level clothesline. He has the drive by. The drive by. Uh, he has Superman punch off everything. Oh, and it's like Nakamura's knees off everything. And the Samoan drop. <laughs> yes, Samoan drop. So it might be six moves. He could have two more moves. He'd have a gut wrench, like a gut wrench suplex. Yeah, man. And then Cesaro does that though. Cesaro hasn't done it in a long time. I haven't seen him do the deadlift gut wrench suplex. Oh. It's because people love it. He does things that people don't like. The, the problem is that Roman doesn't do anything wrestling-y. No, he's a brawler. He's like Stone Cold after he got his fucking neck busted. Yeah, but even like, Stone Cold had like Thez Press punches. You know what I mean? Like Thez Press is as loose a wrestling hold as you can get, but at least it's that. I, okay, I, but I you get know, you. And, and he also had like, you know, and... and Whenever the rarity came that you want to pull it out, the million out of a dream. And, you know, he had, he would put people into like leg locks. He has a Texas Cloverleaf. Right. Like he would do wrestling type things. Roman doesn't. It's just punch kick. There are variations of punch kick. It's punch kick. You know what I mean? And you got the sit down power bomb. I mean, hell, Braun does a drop kick now. Right. And that gets a crazy huge pop. I mean, it's cool as shit to see this huge guy just. I wish he did a side drop kick, but he just does the front one. <laughs> I wish he'd do like a fucking boom with the full and run drop. Uh, I can't imagine that weight coming down that way, though. I mean, he still does it like. Well, no, because you could take a, a flat back on that. He does the sideways and the run and go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That'd be awesome to watch. Goes up for missile drop kick from Braun. Didn't he try to go top rope once? I don't know. Yeah, remember he did a moonsault. Didn't he do a fucking splash? I don't think so, man. I think he's just making shit up. No, no, I think he did a splash one time. Find it on your phone, son. There was that one time he did it. It was fucking nuts. I won't believe it till I see it. All right, anyway, keep talking. I'm going to pull this up. Uh, no, I'm just saying that that's that's the, my only... That's become my current issue with Roman. His character still sucks, but whatever. That's never going to get any better. So I've given up hope from that end. Uh, so, yeah. huh. I couldn't believe that they're going to do two hours of a gauntlet match. Uh, uh, raw. It was trying to break was, those records, bro. It was shocking. It was great though. I I like the format change, and apparently it did them decently well in the ratings. I believe. I haven't seen the ratings. Um, then the rest of the show kind of fell off a cliff after that. It's hard to follow, I guess. It is because um, nothing really exciting happened after that. Uh, well, the whole show was a Seth Rollins kind of thing. It was to give Seth Rollins. I will say, okay, about that Seth Rollins thing. I wish he didn't lose to the Drifter. Um, yeah, you got to put him over a little bit. I mean, it makes sense only because like that's a third person that Seth and yeah, he's been in there a long time, he's over been in there an hour, over an hour. And yes, it's understandable. If it was real, it's a real life idea. Yeah, it's a dude that's been in there an hour. He should go. Like someone should catch him. No, don't don't air quote it. That's from the wrestling psychology perspective. That is how it should happen. Yeah, a story that a man has been in the ring. Yeah, I don't. He was in the ring <laughs> for over an hour. I don't think he should have lost to him. Why not? To maybe to Finn, give it. Why? Because not Elias. So why, I, why not? If if Elias is already in this like elimination chamber match for the title, which makes him, you know, title contender worthy theoretically, uh-huh. he should be able to go toe to toe with other main event level people. 
He just no, should. because he weaseled his way into the. That's fine. He weaseled the victory out of Seth. No, I'm not talking about the Seth. I'm talking about. I know, I know, I know, I know into yeah. the chamber. But he weaseled the victory out of Seth because he only beat him after Seth went over an hour in this match. And Seth, Seth still gave him a run for his money even before he beat him with the drift away. Stupid name for a move. No, didn't he hit him like here it is, Braun Strowman splash off the top rope? Oh, it's a splash. You said moonsault, man. I mean, you know, whatever. He's splashing, bro. Just give him the thing of it. Skibidoo. Ridiculous. <laughs> Skibidoo. I don't remember when it was, but he did it. But yeah, like effectively, Seth goes for the curb stomp and uh-huh. he gets reversed into a drift away. I mean, you know, shit happens. <laughs> I don't know. Because you think you're saying so Seth should have beat the drifter. Yeah. And then lost to Finn. Yeah. Okay. He went through that grueling match with Cena where he kicked out of like everything and then he just loses to like one neck breaker. I think it was like two, three minutes. His match with Elias. After an hour. I know, but he. he and went, it's his finisher. It doesn't matter if it's a neck breaker. I know. I know. It's but a swinging I'm, neck It's a swing neck breaker. It's the shake around and roll, baby. Um, I just feel John Cena power level over 9,000. Doesn't matter, man. <laughs> he hit him with every AA known to goddamn man. And he kicked out of them all. Yeah, but Seth has already done that. So there's a track record of that happening. He's kicked out of the AAs and the, the fucking Superman shit and the Samoan bulldozer. And then he just loses the honky tonk man light. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Them's breaks. No, you're just, you are governed by the stupid power levels bullshit rule. <laughs> well, I'm like, no, it makes sense. I I just don't I don't <laughs> I didn't like, like it. just because it doesn't like jive with your with your sensibilities of it I think <laughs> it makes fine sense no I think because yeah. I think it, it's even more ludicrous if he beats Elias mm-hmm. and then loses to Finn Balor what? if you're telling me then Finn Balor is the third man in the ring fine he'd be the fourth no no because wait no who did he lose he lost the Miz right yeah he lost the yes. Miz. Yeah, and then it was Miz and Braun. I don't know. I'd rather had him beat Seth. Give Finn that little extra. Why? He's already over, man. Finn isn't over. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Just make him. I don't know. I would have rather had it done that. Braun was obviously gonna have to win the thing, which is I can't. I don't want to put him anywhere else because they're protecting him. But um. I actually didn't see the finish to the women's thing. Was there something with Mickey James at the end? Uh, no. I thought there was. I thought Mickey James was standing next to. Bliss no. Uh, the uh, absolution was about to turn on Bliss. Uh huh. And Mickey James ran in. It was after the match, and Mickey James ran in and uh, saved Bliss and saved Bliss, and they both kind of walked out of the ring together. Interesting. Like they gave. Uh, I think it was Sonya. Uh, a vertical suplex, uh, like a duo, a duo, either vertical suplex or DDT. But I'm pretty sure it was brain buster. Suplex. No, that's what it is in Japan, folks. That's every suplex in vertical Japan is just suplex. called a, a brain buster. Brain that's all. What's his fucking? <laughs> it's, but if Austin Ishii. Aries does it as a finish, it's a brain buster. So, yo, how do you feel about that Austin Aries winning every title that he's ever been to now? It's fine. He's awesome. <laughs> and he has like he's collecting titles in TNA. Uh, well, he's the champ there. I know, but he, he has like five belts with him. I think. No, no, it's only one. For, it's a belt from like the Australia. Oh, okay, that's yeah. What it is, it's, that is. He looks like Keiji Muto when Keiji Muto had like seven belts. He's got like the two on his straps on his arm, and I think one around his neck. Fine, man. It's <laughs> like an intense dude. He's really good. He is. It's just funny. It's just like he left, and now it's like, oh, now the champion everywhere. 
Wouldn't it be cool if WWE lets you do that and you just come in there and show with like all the belts? That's one be. thing. That's one thing that I kind of envy. I don't care about TNA, but they let him come in with all the belts. Right. Same thing with like New Japan because all the federations are kind of not super nice to each other, but you can be like Nagata was just at I think All Japan and he won this big tag team tournament for them and it's him and his this guy from All Japan and they're the tag team champions over there and he's got the belt. I don't know. That's a cool thing. Right, I wish you could do that. They're just sportsmen. They're not like contractually obligated to this mm-hmm. company. They're just sportsmen around Japan. Yeah. It's it's a cool thing that sucks that they can't do it. Like it's like that thing I always tell you when you watch watch that Liger versus uh, uh, the great soccer, Sasuke. Sasuke when they came with like the nine belts and Alto Dragon had all the women with his belts and stuff. That's cool shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's one of those things. I mean, it's like the Bucks showing up with like the ROH belts, mm-hmm. the New Japan belts, the granted, PWG belt, a, the PWG belt, super, super kick party belt. <laughs> that was dope. It's a cool thing. It just makes you look like imposing. Like, yeah, I'm the champion in oh, all these places. Uh, what I was going to tell you, I was waiting till we started recording. Uh, I don't know if I ended up posting it or not on Facebook. Uh, did you see the first tr- uh, workout of the Golden yes, Lovers? Yes, the Golden Lovers. Yeah, yeah where they're trying to That's make tight. the moves. And he's like, oh, I don't think the cameras are going to be here. Yeah. Yeah. No, and he comes up and he's like, oh, I bought this shirt. Oh, we got yeah, the same yeah, shirt. Yeah. I watched that thing, yeah. I bought it online. I think I watched this for you and you posted it, yeah. They're pretty adorable, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Uh, I wonder where that's going to go to. Like, what pay-per-view? I wonder if Kenny's just going to turn on Ibushi. No, no. Like, that's their whole thing. He's never... He's now good guy mode. I mean, he's still in the Bullet Club. Is he? Yeah. I thought, I thought they were full-on out no. of it. He's been showing up on Being the Elite. Like, uh, there was a, a very, like, adorable sequence in this most recent one where, uh, like, Cody's trying to curry favor with all the guys. Uh-huh. So he and the Bucks are walking through the airport in Australia, right, for the New Japan tour. Mm-hmm. And they're walking and they're walking. And then it it uh, immediately cuts to Kenny doing a vlog in the same airport, right? Because he had been, you know, they both landed, whatever. And then all of a sudden, like, it cuts to the Bucks and then it cuts to Kenny. And he's holding up his phone. And you see in the background are the Bucks and Cody, Right, like walking kind of toward where Kenny is, and then it cuts to the Bucks cameras, and it's just front facing. So you see Kenny's figure there, and at a certain point, Cody's just like, "No, no, you know what? It's on the it's on the other side of the building. Is you know where our terminal is. It's Australia. Everything's on the other side. So like, let's let's just get going, you know." And and the Bucks never notice that Kenny's there. Cuts back to Kenny, and you see them turn around and start walking the other direction. You know what I mean? So they're making like a whole story of it where it's just infighting between uh, Cody and Kenny. Mm-hmm. So much so that uh, Kenny tweeted, I think, yesterday. And he was, uh, I think it's just like, I didn't want it to come to this. And then he tweeted a link to a Pro Wrestling Tees shirt that just says Team Kenny. Mm-hmm. And it has the chevrons over, you know, next to Team. And then just the giant Omega symbol. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's also a Team Cody uh, t-shirt. Oh, so they're just, they're just doing that thing. I mean, that's that's part of the here it is. Uh, yeah, I never wanted to come to this, and yet here we are, ProWrestlingTees.com. There's the graphic of Team Cody versus Kenny. How <laughs> funny! And then the Team Kenny shirt. Oh, <laughs> you know it is what it is. <laughs> um. So yeah, Elimination Chambers this Sunday. Uh, we'll talk about it next week, and hopefully it's good. We'll see. So once again, this has been your host Rocky and Rick. We'll catch you next week. Later.